0: not the shuttle shuttle surprise whoa
1: oh that's fantastic so good if what the actual fuck was a movie out of the mist and into the fog it's Chuddle the pod Ciao, listeners and Chuddle Club members, to Chuddle the Pod, where horror movie lovers have a feel-goo time. Now, before we dive right into our Italian anthology of angst, just so the first-timers know, we always keep it spoiler-free up top so you can decide whether or not you want to see it before the spoilers call up, lurch towards the family home, and come back to claim a phantom family heirloom. (laughs) This episode... We're basking in the radiance of Italian cinema as we travel the rivers of blood in our official Chuddle Club gondola of gore as we chuddle 1963's Black Sabbath. <laughs> First, got to talk about our co-occupants of the pod, Sam. Sup. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. How are you doing?
2: I am good. Uh <clears throat> something in my throat there. Sorry. I'm great. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, it's, you know, it's wonderful just to hear your voice. guy? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was equally as impressive. I'm just going to let you know that. Uh how are you doing? Thank the you. And dark and dark and dark. And dark. <laughs> I
0: I got to turn to 3 dishes <laughs> Like <laughs> yeah. we turned in a few different
1: oh, things. Oh yeah the favorite
0: favorite brian is is not real brian, brian is classic real brian. <laughs> that's our new shirt actually
1: <laughs> our fa- our favorite brian is not real brian. <laughs> hey, shirt, if brian they'll buy it i'll sell it that's right hi <laughs> right, thanks for having me of course anytime now before we continue uh i mean- <laughs> anytime you're welcome anytime come thank on you. anytime you want to uh before we continue i must take a moment to thank our coven of patrons your sacrifice gives us life and we thank you for your beautiful souls thank, thank you. you um so first time listeners might be saying coven patreon what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have a Patreon, we have tiers to that Patreon, and we have perks to that Patreon, like our official Discord oasis of slime goo that all of our Coven members can kind of just marinate in and kind of talk <laughs> to each other. Uh, yeah. We have um, official content for them, which is basically exclusive episodes. Uh, we just recorded one that happened to be a shuttle battle. Uh, and uh, uh, what is we also, yeah, so we, we drop a few a month and uh yeah, oh, we do also, non-horror movies you can vote on yep yeah lots the of R, voting R, power R, R, R coming up you got yeah. some voting
0: rights exactly and abilities when you, to control
1: the show well, Yeah. Pick an oh, they pick themes it's amazing with the power of monetary sustenance you guys get a whole lot money of power money goes a long way here in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, also as a perk too, in our discord um, patron and coven members also get exclusive watch alongs that we've been doing lately uh, where we kind of mystery science zero three thousand it a little bit but it's mostly just everybody joining in just riffing and talking to about chill. our chill favorite out. To hang. movies We're gonna hang out. Out.
2: I do want to do like a trial run mystery science theater style where they just have to listen mm. to us
0: <laughs> just, just be funny you guys us. just want to listen to us be funny
1: You mean like what they do now? I mean, but like live? They listen to us. It would be funny live. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, this live. Ooh, you're going to edit all this out, right? Nope. Oh, nope. All right, perfect. Now, with all club members present and the coven avowed, it's time to crack open that mm -mm 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 Italian seasoned goo book and officially begin tonight's meeting. Give me that goo. Oh, yeah it just that just tickles me pink every single time um all right let's get into our synopsis boris karloff hosts a trio of horror stories concerning a stalked call girl a vampire-like monster who preys on his family and a nurse who is haunted by her ring's rightful owner yeah yeah i mean that's pretty straightforward it's an anthology movie you got three different ones and uh those are pretty decent descriptions indeed um Indeed. Taglines. Now these ones get kind of fun. I bet. Um <laughs> We All right, let's start off with This is the night of the nightmare. Ooh, I like that. It ominous, weird. Yeah, I was like very Italian. I like that Spooping. a lot. <laughs> but I think someone decided to take it a little further. Wait a second. Hold on. I got one better. This is the night of the nightmare. The day of the undead, <laughs> yeah. which I guess technically is like a third of it. I like not... the
0: thought of someone seeing the first one, like a producer, and be like, "But what happens during the day? <laughs> you put something
2: day. in there." I get it, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm. What, what else? This is what else? This, this is going to confuse people.
0: <laughs> I'm confused. I'm confused. You got to put a day part in there. Okay, I like that one. I'm, I'm with the uh... producer.
1: <laughs> and this one, I feel, takes some kind of like narrative liberties with what the actual story is about. But okay. <clears throat> this is a tagline. <laughs> this is a tagline. Now, what about all of these are taglines? <clears throat> A story that goes beyond the boundaries of the supernatural to the half-world of the living dead, where a woman's soul inhabits a fly's body, where vengeance is only a voice, and where vampires suck only the blood of those they love dearest. Whoa. The movie, the movie, (laughs) the experience, the ride that is Um, wordy. Wow, that's very wordy wordy right there. I don't like that. The tagline shouldn't be the synopsis, yeah. Agree, correct. That one was, yeah. Um, okay, so (laughs) I. Four more. There was a lot for this one, which I thought was surprising. This has to be, I mean, it's from 63, which actually technically is the oldest movie that we've covered on the pod. It's true. Right? It's 63. Yeah. Okay. The next one was right. the
0: one previous to this, which was Burn yes. with the Crystal Plumage, 1970. And there's a
1: connection. Not the whole we're all thing. all foreign movies because yeah, we're very sophisticated. We are very sophisticated. The most gruesome day in the calendar of the undead goofisticated uh well, i like, like this undead thing that they're really like kind of pinning on you know well the
0: thing is too because i'm looking at the taglines right now there's an uh, ellipses before that one too so that could have been combined with this is the night of the nightmare the most gruesome day in the
1: calendar of, calendar the, undead. of the undead that's very true play to like they're a, moving these around paste, a little copy bit. paste move them around yeah I mean, and because I mean, the one underneath it, the most gruesome day in the calendar is just a shortening of the last one with no ellipses.
2: And (laughs) it makes more sense because I'm here just thinking about what's the calendar of the dead, of the undead? Are there a lot of gruesome days? Is this... Is this the only I mean, well, think day? about it.
0: Like, I mean, it's a calendar of the undead. It's going to be pretty gruesome. And this is the most gruesome day. Whoa. Yeah.
1: That's whoa. pretty gruesome. Black Sabbath is. <laughs> this is going to be gruesome, guys. Uh, not since Frankenstein have you seen such horror. I can see Bulls. why they <laughs> use pop, pop. that. I mean, it
2: could be true for the time. You got Boris in there. You're like, hey,
1: Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Poor monsters. It's monsters stuff. (laughs) Not since Frankenstein. You remember that one, right? There's not even close to a Frankenstein in this movie, but you'll scare you just the same. All right. Movies are made by people, and the people that make movies made this movie, and those people are... Yeah. The movie's directed by Mario Bava, uh, who also directed Bay of Blood, which I will eventually cover, because I fucking love that movie. Um, It was written by... Um love foreign names. Uh Anton Chekhov Uh Alexi Alexi? Alexi Tolstoy Guy D Mutapasent? Mudapazent? Uh Marcello Fondado, Alberto Bellacua, and Mario Bava. There you I go. apologize in advance for the butchery that I'm about to do with the casting Just crew try and video. say
2: it with an a- Italian accent.
1: Accent and a buffer I think well, that makes, makes it worse it better. I think it that makes it harder, more does it? acceptable. Alright, well our key players in the oh, okay. go for it <clears throat> It'll make it more fun for me <laughs> Michelle the Sam will like it at least So <laughs> Michelle Mercier as Rosie. uh, Lydia Alfonzi as Mary. Boris Karloff as Gorka. And also our uh, narrator uh, slash (laughs) Mark. There we go. Uh, And not Matt Damon, but Mark Damon as Vladimir. uh, Susie Anderson as Sedenka. Massimo Riai as Pietro. uh, Rika D'Alanya as Maria. Let's see here. Uh, I'll get as far as Oh man, there's a lot of people. Um, Glocko Ontario as Giorgio, uh, Jacqueline Perdo as Helen Chester, Millie as the maid, Harriet Medin as the neighbor <laughs> and Gustav- <laughs> Medin. 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 Gustavo Gustavo Nardo as the police inspector. I think there's a few more, but I don't
2: even remember some of these people. <laughs> <laughs> this Millie lady. So there was someone named just
0: Millie. Her name is Carla Mignon, better known as Millie, was one of Italy's greatest singers. Oh. She's just one of those people oh, that went wow. by one, one name. Sure, hey, she's like the, the show of Italy.
1: Oh, and who plays the maid. Okay, that makes sense. That <laughs> Got we'll go her back hear your some... DB photo. Hey, man, <laughs> it's boring. an
0: interesting choice. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to bog you down with all that. Uh, <laughs> Millie, there you go. <laughs> if you're Perfect. curious, look her up. for <laughs> the
1: Fatality. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, Psycho to the sadness, how gory is this film, Chuddleman? Mm-hmm. This is a low low. This is a low low for me. Um, I scored this a two. I was gonna say like a two.
2: Yeah, I even I could even go. You know, of course. Um, I didn't think about it. Two's fine.
1: I, it's, <laughs> that seems high. Two seems high. Everything's scripted. Everything <laughs> scripted. completely scripted. scripted, completely scripted. Yeah, I mean, I had one for consistency and one for intensity. And honestly, the consistency is not. I feel like really I go point five there. on consistency. Yeah, I kind of just. Yeah, sure. Because I didn't want to give a one point five or a two to to intensity, so. It's weird. It floats into two. It feels it It I technically it's yeah. a 1.5 it like the more we've talked me about
0: too. it. Me too. 1.5. You've convinced me. Fine. Then we're
1: all 1.5. Conformist. Fine. Fine then <laughs> I'm glad we talked about it. I'm so glad we discussed it. I hate uh, this club. <laughs> God. God. Um, but yeah, no, this is very low on our Goro meter for our usual, um, our usual fare. Let's figure out, uh, who is the horror former. All right. What subgenres is, uh, is Black Sabbath stumbling into? Anthology. uh... Absolutely.
2: Supernatural super
1: supernatural mm-hmm. uh yeah anthology movie supernatural movie yeah. uh this could be class I mean because it's Monster-ish. an anthology you could almost pick apart each one of them right, as exactly. different kind of things um technically a I mean it's a it's a giallo without being a giallo for part of it
2: yeah the first one ish mm-hmm. we don't get but I want I still want to call it giallo though cuz we don't get like a black gloved hand or uh
1: oh don't worry like i'm going to get into like it like
2: that okay cool um, um yeah supernatural it's like a, is a good thriller. one and uh vampire kind of the monster mm. i don't really know what to call it monster yeah. i guess right I guess. Creature. i mean it's
1: technically a, it's a creature it's technically a, a kind of a vampire i mean everything that i've seen on the description it's basically the serbian version of what a vampire is it's like sup <laughs> Um. So sorry, that just just, just <laughs> so And that's it. Um. Are we doing what kind of environment we got? Were we watching this. Are we doing a group. Are we doing an individual watch. How would you guys I feel? Like this is this? like
2: when you watch in school when you're learning about. uh So with a group movies. Yeah. So with yeah. a group. But like almost in a way. Unless you're, like, really it. young when anything affects you, yeah, like, like to learn and talk about it and talk about film and kind of be a jerk sure. in that way.
1: Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this is more of an educational film for you than... than...
2: In a way, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm watching I mean, it just to kind of, like, appreciate where we've come and what...
1: Look how far we've come. <laughs> Look how far we've But come. also,
2: you know, like, it's pretty impressive for its time, I think, as well.
1: Oh, sure. Mm-hmm i would 100 percent agree with you on that yeah this one kind of yeah this one's weird like you could watch this by yourself i feel but it's also not a bad watch with a group of people like there's not enough insane like <laughs> there's not enough insanity that it's going to be distracting if you have a bunch of your buddies hanging out with you watching this right, right
2: but it's not like a too silly joke riff type of movie you know what i mean it's more of like a for for me, it's more like a film Buffy type of movie. It's like to get it under your belt.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. So if you were, had other avid film watchers meet up to watch this in silence.
2: Yes. <laughs> okay. Maybe right. pause it sense. after
1: each segment and discuss the <laughs> themes.
0: Like a film club, like a club, like a horror like movie a club. club.
1: You mean like a horror movie
2: club? <laughs> I'm, ish. We don't do that. Ish. Yeah, we don't do. I mean,
1: I mean, I'm just like a normal one. though. <laughs> hypotheticals. He's Brian. He's just asking questions. Got to ask one questions. All those these days. <laughs> um, do you Cop. guys think this is a movie for beginners? Uh, uh
2: yes, yes. I mean, uh, yes and no. Yeah, I,
0: If you're like depends on your age, I think as yeah. well. Yeah, I think
2: I would have liked this uh, when I was a kid. Actually, I think I probably would have liked it more in a way I know we touched on the last one too but it maybe it's just watching horror movies of a certain time but it gave me Hitchcock feels a little bit at certain parts Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at least the first and last segments more so than the middle I don't know I could it just feels like the type of thing I would have rented at the library when I was a kid and then (laughs) liked you know what i mean probably rented a few more times
1: totally it's a really weird comparison to me but this is almost like i think the age bracket really does play into this because this is almost to me like watching goosebumps sure you know what i mean where it's like it's i know it's an adult movie but like this is this feels like this is very geared towards like tweens
2: And I think that probably comes with, like, uh, just age. Age. It's
1: coming with the age Mm -hmm. of the movie and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, because I would, I mean, I absolutely, bar none, hands down, you guys have seen my house and my collection of Creature from Black Lagoon shit. Um, Universal Monsters, I feel, is somewhat in the same way. This is a little more, obviously, um, artsy. Right. Like, way artsier when you're dealing with, like, psychedelic colors during the 60s. But I feel like the Universal Monster movies, to me, are like because they're so old to a certain extent i wouldn't mind showing those to my kids and i feel like this one is a little like when they're a little older as in like this is a great entry level like it's spooky but it's not gonna mess i mean it definitely messed with me when i was a kid but (laughs) (laughs) it's not especially in comparison to other movies totally do you guys um do you guys hear that Flutter, 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 flutter. flutter,
2: flutter,
1: flutter. <laughs> is, is, that, is, that, is that the Italian version of Flutter? <laughs> All right. What is our harbinger of doom saying on uh, I only have one and it's child death, basically. So like that's but it's only like, I guess, technically for about a minute and a half. Sure.
2: Yeah. Child death, implied dog death. Um that's yeah. very true. <laughs> that's all
1: I got. Yeah, I don't have any much. I don't really have much for it. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's uh, hop on our taxidermied horses and uh we should merge onto the highway. To
0: the... Spoiler zone.
1: Alright, let's uh, hop right into the IMD behind the scenes. I got it right this time.
2: No, you did not. Uh, <laughs> I <IMD> am
1: <laughs> IMD behind the scenes.
2: I am behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean I slurred it, but I think say I got behind it. Behind the scenes. It's behind the scenes because it's IMDb behind the scenes. Not IMDb. IMDb behind the scenes. Not BA,
1: B be. B be behind. Yes,
2: because it's IMDb, right? Is the website? Not well, IMDb. It's the inflection
1: of what, how I say behind. I know. Behind. So you're not doing behind. it
2: right. Right, because then you lose the joke.
1: But you're the one who came up with the joke. You said it should be IMD behind the scenes. Just because I come up with it doesn't mean I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Perfect. All right, let's <laughs> do some behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, God, All right. Let's get behind it. Let's get behind it. Behind Happy. it. <laughs> well, I mean,
2: I say behind as well, but in terms of whatever. <laughs> me...
1: It's okay. It's all right. I'll just... I'll, I'll, fine. I'll not get sleep tonight just fine. thinking about it. Um, this oh, this, this film endearing. served... As inspiration for the naming of the heavy metal band Black Sabbath. In 1968, the band, then called Earth, was playing a small club in Birmingham, England. Across the street was a movie theater showing the film Black Sabbath. The band noticed that more people were in line to see the movie than they were to see the band. Realizing that horror sells tickets, they decided to change the band's name to Black Sabbath. Dope. Good call. Yeah. Right? There were also additional scenes filmed with Boris Karloff introducing the segments. However, uh, AIP, the American International Pictures, decided they were unnecessary and cut them from the film. Although Karloff later says that these introductions were some of the most fun he's ever had on set. And I'm assuming that's in the same bracket as the last time you see him in the movie. And if that's it, that gag reel's got to be fucking amazing of Karloff just like being just a goofball. In well, between the these segments.
2: first time we see him, he's just him, like mm-hmm. standing Ominous. amongst, yeah. And then a the last time, a he's a stuff. character from the middle segment. So I wonder what they would have been, yeah. Right. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll never
1: know. So that this one, I'm going to do a little bit of um, I'm IMDb and Wikipedia for this. So there are two different versions of this movie. So, there is an Italian cut and there is a US or English, English version of this movie. So, the biggest ones, uh, and this is going to go directly off of Wikipedia. Uh, uh, by the 1960s, Italian horror films such as Black Sabbath were more violent, sexualized, and downbeat than most horror movies that were being made in America. Uh, American international pictures focused on a youth oriented audience, where Europe was kind of like horror and most of the movies were intended for adults. So, in the American cut, A lot of stuff changed. Uh, They removed plot elements from the telephone uh, of prostitution and lesbianism. And most of. um okay, yeah, so basically most of like Rosie and Mary's relationship or any references to prostitution or them being in a relationship was edited out. Also, the character of Frank is no longer a pimp. He turned into a ghost and the note that's written writes itself at the end of the segment oh interesting Whoa. so they changed most of the plot of the telephone to make it into like a, a ghost supernatural kind of like who done it yeah and they also introduced a new character called the colonel who's like Rosie's neighbor um <laughs> and then weirdly enough the so uh, we all watched wor- the Italian cut right yes we all watched the Italian the Italian cut um was it the uh Word-O-Lac? Funny enough, was edited Wunderloch. down for violence. Vandalok.
2: It was edited uh, for
1: what? Violence. Okay. Which is weird to me because there's basically you see a decapitated body. I'm assuming it's just the decapitated body scene they took out.
2: Well, you see the head and you see their and like like the necks right. with uh Yeah. But yeah, he holds <laughs> it. And the one
1: that freaks me out the most, drop of water was barely touched. But Is that the they, name of
2: the last segment? The last one, <laughs> yeah. Last um one, yeah.
1: the drop of water. But what's different from the US version is that they also mixed it up. So in the English version, the they rearrange the order so it's the drop of water followed by the telephone and it ends with Karloff's segment. Oh. Which was just, yeah, very very weird. Um I like how the the,
2: other- the the two segment the way the structure in the Italian one we saw with telephone. Vanderlock and drop of water because i one of the i liked how the first and last segment both start with the girl in the apartment and the phone ringing and yes. going to answer it and... pronto <laughs> i've seen bo- <laughs>
1: pronto um i've seen both versions and to be totally honest with you the flow of the italian one is way better like it seems like they were trying like the the english cut of this although you get to hear karloff's voice and like karloff right. Kind of like those uh, those ones are kind of fun it feels like um w- one person started editing the english version and then it's like a three stooges thing where he cut too much so then he cut another piece so he cut some more stuff and then he started rearranging things mm. <laughs> so that it was like an intern trying to like fumble it and that's what the american version looks like it's basically just a bunch of uh, uh cell- a celluloid salad nice uh other nice little tidbits quentin tarantino cites this is one of his biggest influences uh, is Black Sabbath. Okay. Um, so the, I thought this was kind of amazing, actually. Um, for the U.S. dub version, Les Baxter conducted his entire 58-minute score for the film in a single day. Conducted? So,
2: so they, like, recorded the They whole recorded
1: thing? an entire score of this movie in one day.
2: Well, they must work quick then, because I was thinking about, or I was looking at um, the... First, what's considered the first Giallo movie, uh, The Girl Who Knew Too Much, although on IMDb it's The Evil Eye, but it's also Mario Bava, came out the same year as this. And I know like Argento's early stuff was like coming oh, yeah. out in the same they, they just worked so quickly back then. It's oh, it's crazy. I mean, it was
1: a pr- it was a production machine. All right. Yeah. So last thing before we kind of get uh, uh, back into it, um, director Mario Bava's father, Eugenio, created and sculpted the head of the ghost in the drop of water, as well as the severed head in the warlock. And oh, my God, fucking nightmare fuel. Both of those
2: the severed head is amazing. And when you say the ghost, the lady in bed,
1: the lady in bed. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah. That is a great, uh, Character design.
1: All right. So who picked it? Why history more information now? Um, well, we're doing our trip to Italy. So this was, uh, I, honestly, Indeed. I picked this because I really enjoy this movie, but under normal circumstances, I don't think – it's kind of the same thing. I don't think I'd ever actually pick this for a normal rotation, if not right. for the theme itself, mm-hmm. um, which I thoroughly enjoyed revisiting this because I, my first view of this was actually as a kid. Like, I think I saw, like, a VHS copy of this when I was – oh my god like i think barely double digits if that young enough to be scaled to, oh absolutely um and i saw the u.s version first and then a few years later i got to see a dubbed uh a uh, version of it um uh, yeah yeah so i watched the english version first and then the italian one and i fell in love with the italian one because it's, mm, mm. it's just so much better cause it's a mm. mwah. it's a mwah. it's a good, it's a good film.
2: Yeah, I had never seen this until now. i had seen the poster. I think maybe I I'd probably heard about it or read about it after you picked um Deep Red last summer and I was just looking for just Italian things all. to watch and uh so I hadn't seen it yet, but I if it wasn't on my list, I was definitely aware of, of it, actually, it's in a uh, rated in the top 250 best horror movies by Letterboxd users. So I got to check it off that list. of <laughs> Did it feel Did it feel good? It did feel good. Go um, I've been working on that, but <laughs> uh, so yeah, this was a brand spanking new watch for me. And oh no, I was gonna say I think it's the first Italian movie I've watched in Italian. But I watched Blood and Black Lace, which is another Mario Bava movie before this. And it was also in Italian. To be giving you the Italian, you know? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the you,
0: guy. Yeah, same kind of boat. I haven't seen it before, so this was a first time watch
1: as well. i known about it, so... I never saw it. Well, I'm glad you guys could take it off your uh, watch list now. Off the All list. Right. All right, guys, let's just let's just dive off this gondola into this river of blood and start talking about this movie. A movie talk. <laughs> there it is. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right, so like right Oh yeah. <laughs> So, right off the bat, um, we get psychedelic dubbed Karloff um, getting redder, and he's like up top on a. Th- it's just so. Yeah, yeah. The stylization. Awesome and I weird. love the
2: like painted sets and yeah. colors
1: and. Yes shot choice i will give like it's the use of scenery it's the use of color it's the use of uh, shadows in this movie they're just fantastic and this one is like i don't know to me i keep on going back to uncanny valley is that there's so many things that look 10 percent off to me or just like it's almost surrealism in a lot of respects and this interesting kind of accumulate uh, like you have these weird you have this weird set design which is like this weird hill mountain that's in all these crazy colors and he's just in a normal ass suit which i think is hilarious he's not in, like it's just him just narrating and i do like the fact you just start talking about vampires sitting next to you the entire time <laughs> like, yeah they're, going, I love and the they're going to kill you <laughs> yeah this is fun mm-hmm uh, which Spectrum. leads us into a not I love the fact that he talks about vampires, but doesn't lead us into a vampire segment. It leads us into our first segment, the telephone ring ring. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> so since it's a uh, a shuttle a favorite on this podcast, the telephone is one of the easiest and earliest examples of a giallo on screen and one of the first Italian thrillers to be filmed in color. Ah. So this is like this before it was called a giallo like this was basically like the granddaddy of what started this. Um it's one of the first it's one of the earliest examples of giallo and um this particular subgenre um was actually later popularized by Dario Argento's The Bird with the Crystal Plumage which hey. started the giallo kind of phase. So we had this <laughs> is like us. this is like appetizer and then uh Bird with Crystal Plumage was kind of the main course when it came to the subgenre.
2: So it uh yeah, I think the um the other movie I mentioned, the girl who knew too much, that Mario Bava made the same year. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that is in black and white.
1: Yeah, so. I guess, and you can tell that they were really excited about using color because yeah. this, <laughs> a lot this is of color. this is like really fun for me because it's like you look at it, they're like, wait a second, this is going to be in color. We got to show them every fucking color. Yeah, like, they let's gotta just see show the them. colors. They got to see these goddamn colors. All right, so we get our um oh man, we get our triple-locked ginormous crazy ass door, uh woman getting home, uh her name's Rosie. We get those ah oh man, the just from Jump Street, the Italian long shots of her house are so good. It's just like I love the ongoing like cinematography of like keeping the camera still and then having them going down like long hallways or doing other kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's either in motion when you get to like Argento stuff, but then when you have Bava and a few others where like, they just let the camera sit and Mm -hmm. let things go and activate around that. I absolutely love that.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. beautiful
1: cinematography. Again. Yeah. yeah. Love what's going on.
2: Continues with that. Argento was clearly a big Bava
1: fan. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. And just like the title of this segment, uh, we get a phone call. Uh, Rosie picks up the phone and does not get a response. She starts getting, continue getting ready for bed, which I'm assuming like she's changing clothes, uh, a bunch of other stuff, and then gets another call with no one on the other line yet again. Which she's oh, Sam, you had it, you did it earlier. What was the
2: pronto, pronto? <laughs> a
1: whole lot of that perfect perfect but on. now we know something's about to happen because the fucking jazz starts up and you know when the jazz starts up in an Italian movie the shit's about to hit the fans
2: yeah I it's, it's, I, thought the same thing I, I was like oh shit I was like <laughs> oh shit oh <laughs> yeah. fuck I was like before uh, you know since the 80s and all that stuff made its way Italian is just like
1: jazz. <laughs> jazz. And it's such a funny word gonna make you like- feel
2: uncomfortable.
1: Jazz. Jazz. Jazz <laughs> jazz. Jazz. It's always jazz. Phone rings. Uh and we actually get a voice this time. Um and it is a raspy, and he's like, You're beautiful and you're going to die. Um, and the kicker of it is, is that the second he kind of starts saying that shit, she tries covering herself up and he's like, I can see you. I can. No. Tr- don't, yeah. no. don't do that. Your thighs. Don't do that. Thunderous. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> oh, oh, bad, baby. shit. <laughs> Which I thought was actually kind of fun is that like usually when you have this cat and mouse thing with like a collar is that they like uh, like when a babe uh, what's the babysitter one. Like when a stranger calls. Like, those kind of movies, the or honestly, Black Christmas, where you have someone that's in the proximity of where they're getting the phone call, it's usually not from Jump Street, you know, that they're being, like, perv, like uh, uh, voyeured at. You know what I mean? Like, usually it's a slow burn, like, the color's in the house. I like that this guy's like, I can see you. No, let me see that thigh of yours yeah <laughs> you're
3: like, you like oh
2: give me that so you immediately start being like how could they be watching and for a while you never even it's like she lives in a windowless house i'm like how in the hell is this guy seeing her totally honestly cameras, i was thinking the exact cameras, same thing
1: yes you're right spy There's cams, all, these weird spy spams, cams all that kind of stuff no because you're right because the way that this apartment is set up is that her front door is massive and it's got like five bolts on it which I think is hilarious and then everything else is these really high up windows that have blinds and a bunch like so you're thinking right, right window entry
2: is probably going to happen eventually we do see how they're looking through the window and even that's
1: like okay (laughs) right, if you say so so obviously she's a little uh, she's like oh that was a weird phone call and mm-hmm. then just is smoking and about to go to bed uh and then the phone rings again and now we get a little more information and he says he's going to kill her for revenge yeah. so yeah, she yeah. hangs up the jazz starts kicking back up <laughs> Gotta get the jazz. And instead of what you would probably just from Jump Street uh, call the police, she just decides to fix herself a drink. I
0: mean, it's the 60s. Totally. What are you going to do? Well, police are going to believe you as <laughs> well, a fucking see, woman of the night. Woman of the night.
1: Woman of the night. And see, I think that's the most important part is that, like, I think some, like, I don't know, the plot holes that you would normally have are like, why did she tell on the cops? It's like, oh, she's an escort. And... All of these pro like she's either not going to be taken seriously or she does illegal activity. So there's no reason. Like, why would she call the cops or seek for them help? That was. Mm. Uh, did anyone else notice she plugs the keyhole and yeah, like so the biggest keyhole at. I've ever seen? Like she fits an entire handkerchief in the hole. Oh, I, I did didn't, notice but that. I
0: believe that. <laughs> These like, are big, I...
1: big keyholes back in the day.
0: Oh, I got huge big keyholes. All... Key...
1: <laughs> I got big keyholes all around here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full but it's like
1: it's comedic, where because it's like there's a top bolt, a middle bolt, there's like a chain, and there's a bunch like a other bar, stuff. yeah. And it is, and like she takes a full fucking hanky and just wedges it in this fucking hole. Well,
2: it's because it's like a classic keyhole that you can peep through. It's so that yeah. the, if the person's watching her through that hole that is watching her on the phone, can't see her anymore. Right. Well, um, that doesn't matter
1: because like she sashes her stuff and immediately gets a phone call after yeah. that. <laughs> and he's like, I know you hid the money and the jewels. I saw you. I saw everything that you did. Yeah, he goes, I'm going to strangle you. And not in a sexual way. I like in his dialogue, he goes, not in nothing like a weird sexual way. I'm going to kill you I because just, I, I hate want to kill you. you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have sex with you. Like, I think that's my this favorite. This isn't pervy or anything. It's more yes, homicidal. I, <laughs> Even love that in the depravity of what they're trying to make in this movie, there's certain lines they're not going to cross, and they have to make it explicitly clear to the audience. Because <laughs> I no no no, it's not like in a sex after you dead way. Yeah, we're not gonna get weird. We're not gonna get weird. I just want to kill you. Um, ooh, but we do get eyes behind the blinds, which is awesome.
2: Eyes behind the blinds.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> the the 80s song 80s jazz oh yeah that would be if this was like synth going on instead of jazz that would be like absolutely in there
0: that's what i'm gonna start saying when i need to put sunglasses on guys i need to go put my eyes behind the blinds (laughs) (laughs)
1: eyes brian's got his
0: eyes behind the blinds anyone can use it which
1: honestly i that (laughs) would be the first fucking thing i was checking i think it's so weird that rosie decides to check the the one heavily secured door instead of all of the single latch windows in her house for like because she like scuttles towards it and she like has to make sure everything's all locked and that's when she finds the mysterious envelope, right? But she's
2: also trying to find how he's getting in, right? And she thinks all the windows are closed, although there's clearly one blind that's bent With two just enough eyes. that if someone was standing right there, still you could see so very little. Oh, totally. And
1: as unless you're the killer, unless you're the, yeah, unless you're the murderer. Uh, We get oh, we get reading by Jazz Light because the jazz picks back up again and we get this entire article about Frank Rainier escaping jail. Oh, shit. And Mm -hmm. what a coincidence. The phone rings again and the man on the other side. And it just so happens to be Frank. It's me, Frank. That was good I'm to kill you. I still plan to kill you. Can you imagine Bye-bye. if you just played Mario, but it's just a dude with a knife, like it's a giallo. Like it's a guy with a knife and you're just trying to break into the apartment the entire time. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Somebody, somebody that makes video games, make that video game for me, please. So obviously now the guy's ousted himself as Frank, uh, Rosie picks up the phone and calls her friend, Mar- uh, Mary, apparently like they, even in 1960s terms, It's like they broke up or left on bad terms, but, like, that's kind of just out the window because now a killer's calling. (laughs) So she's, like, begging for Mary to come over to the house. Yep. And she's like, well, maybe I'll do it. I mean, what are friends for? Let's what are past ex-lovers for? I'm glad you called me. I'll come over right now. That's the vibe for sure. Yeah. But we get our first big old fucking twist because Frank calls again, but we get now frank's perspective from the phone line going up and it's not frank it's fucking mary using a weird muffled handkerchief did you know that if you just lightly drape over a handkerchief on top of a phone you'll sound 15 octaves deeper
2: yes i've tried this it works of course it's true yeah
1: also
0: sound just like someone
2: else this is the
1: precursor to ghostface in a way
2: yeah absolutely it was the first thing i I as soon as the phone like, rang oh and there God. was a threat to kill <laughs> wasn't this was like, to give oh. it away but the voice, <laughs> right. the voice change i can see where you're going with that precursor to mm-hmm. evil evil um yeah i love this twist this whole segment i think is pretty sharply written and tight and it's awesome this was the first of interesting twists and turns oh
1: absolutely well i think it's also really cool because like i think it- in as hokey as you could get with some of these segments, this one was articulating in the fact it's like, oh, wow, the harasser is now Mary and you're knowing this halfway through the segment. So you're like, well, what's the tw-? now you have this entire weird like cat and mouse thing, because from this point on, I thought Mary was just going to murder Rosie like
2: murder. In a kind of, murder. I mean, murder murder I was like
0: okay you're right. I, I was very confused but I, I that's what I took it to be like
2: okay yeah and she so shows up to
0: this person but now she wants to, so she can kill her or something so that I, I don't know totally. I, I thought she was I, definitely I what it going to kill her yeah. yeah I think
2: you're supposed yeah. to that's why she, when she like first approaches her with the, her hand and later with the knife yes. it's all like Ooh. right also, you when you anxious. find out it's yes. her, and then she
1: shows up to the house in like a flash. Like, she literally, like, Rosie turns the lights on and Mary's immediately over at the house, which makes me feel that, like, Mary lives upstairs. It like seems that's like the, she
2: must live, and she expected her to be able to get there quickly, too.
1: Yes. Which would actually also explain why she could peep into her room and still call from her house. Peeper. Peeper. Because, I mean, obviously, the fake Frank was watching her. So, like, it was like she's, like, doing it and, like, scuttling upstairs. Or she just has a really long extension cord. (laughs) She's just outside of a window with a phone. Yeah, she works for the phone company, so she yes right yeah so mary comes over she starts reminiscing about old times but in like a really weird passive-aggressive way and mary gets to hear her oh my god rosie explaining what's been going on in the phone calls while mary's hearing her was also like ew oh god because she's like half smirking while it's going on yeah. so you can tell how like she's like gloating about like, like how it worked it worked like super lady killer vibes But we get a little more uh, uh, information. So Rosie is the one that kind of turned Frank in. So Rosie has the feeling. It's like, oh, my God, he's escaped from jail. He's going to fucking try to murder me now because he knows. Uh, So like Mary's like, don't even worry about it. Just you know what? Crash out. I'll stay here with you. We'll just go to the cops in the morning. Don't even try to fucking call them. (laughs) <laughs> but before that happens mary takes out a goddamn knife and you're like oh, okay so this is now where rosie gets stabbed to death
2: and actually i guess right. we do get a black gloved hand with
1: a knife it's not you a do. mystery who it is but yeah but you know it's like oh this is gonna be mm, this is gonna be na- it's gonna be nasty um but we do get the thing where it's like hey nope you need this knife put it on your fucking pillow just in case and then cuz there really is it's the sky that escaped. Right. Well, then Mary actually oh man, this entire the tea scene. Mary puts fucking tranquilizer into tea and gives it to Rosie and she's like, "No, you should drink this. This is fine. I'm just going to put I like she says it's poison first.
2: Yeah, she jokes about laughs. it being poison. It's a sedative.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh so, god, okay. damn it." And then we do get the shot of just Rosie blacked out. Like just i <laughs> Borderline like mouth agape snoring, which I thought was really funny. She's just like she looks like she's conked the fuck out. So while she's blacked out, Mary, in her own nighty gown at the dresser, is kind of just saying how it was her who did it the entire time, and it was like a weird way of getting back with her. She's right. So she's
2: leaving her a note, being like, "I hope you'll forgive me." Yeah. But I, I did this. This was the only was, way you'd see me again.
1: Yeah. It, that, that kind right. of shit. And as she's writing it, guess who fucking shows up? It's a me. actual Frank. Frank. It's a me. The real Frank. And uh, yeah, Mary wasn't wrong about him seeking revenge because he creeps up behind her, takes one of her stockings, and strangles Mary, thinking it's Rosie. Jazz kill. The whole time. Like.
0: Well, Rosie is mean, This her- was pretty interesting because she clearly had her, like her hand, yes, around the stocking for multiple shots where you just see her like clearly not being choked by it. Like yeah. she's like clearly blocking it. I'm like, he's doing really well at this. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like- <laughs> But not and I don't know, out, yeah, that, I don't that know so if that good. was like
1: an editing thing. Yeah, it's super. It's weird. Yeah, with it must with, like how,
0: how it was shot. Like it probably trying to, obviously show what they're going for showing. with how it was shown
1: yeah oh dude so weird and then yeah rosie uh wakes up from her catatonic dope fueled sleep uh and literally sees frank kill mary right in front of her uh, Frank realizes it's not Rosie sees her on the bed. She Killed grabs the the fucking pillow another knife. great
2: twist, though, is the audience uh, the audience. We know as Frank's creeping in, we're like, oh, he's going to kill Mary and not Rosie. And then he does. Yes. But he thinks he's killing Rosie. It's just adds to all the, you know, it's all
1: those layers.
2: Yeah. Melodrama. So good. Goo.
1: Well, don't worry. Frank gets stabbed by pillow knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. He's going for full strangulation. At gets least kid.
2: I assume so based on his reaction. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: you do, don't. Yeah, you don't see it. It's almost it's borderline an off screen kill. Uh, yeah, and then, so yeah, there's yeah, no Rose. blood. There's no insertion, if you will. <laughs> yes. You know how Sam loves it. Penetration. Uh, yeah. And then we just get this her breaking down, crying, losing her shit while we pan back to the phone, of course. And Mary's body. F-E. Finn hey i love yeah great segment it's really cool i think especially with um how the poster is and how supernatural it leans to have the first segment be uh like a borderline slasher really grounded like
2: pulpy noir uh because mm-hmm.
1: if you had the three thriller. fantasy tales, <laughs> I feel this movie would re- like read very differently. I like that you're, like the first thing is super grounded in re- quote-unquote reality, and then we kind right. of start getting into the fringes. Yeah, it's
2: almost like a true, crimey, soapy thing.
1: It's, yeah, super weird. Especially in comparison to the second segment, which is the Wurjulak. The Wunderlach. Virgil- the Wunderlach. Wunderlach all right title. so yeah this one is like 18th century so we go from like basically 1963 modern, yeah modern day For to like 18th century we get uh we're going medieval we got riders on horseback we're going through the countryside uh and god i know we say it about every fucking italian movie, but like even the landscapes are beautiful like all of these mm-hmm. landscape shots are just Gorgeous. so yeah. fucking good
2: well and they're just like uh a- well, to my memory, aren't they all just like sets? It's just like a little built sort of stage area, and then like a painted landscape behind it. Well, in the
1: okay, well, the, mm, you're talking about sound uh, stage. Glory is mm-hmm. most of this, like yeah. most of this thing. But the horseback scenes, especially like the like the actual countryside, mm-hmm. the, where that mm-hmm. shot is awesome, and then the same thing with the. Um, I can
2: I can think of at least one runes. horseback. That's definitely a soundstage coming through because I just love that feel, you know?
1: Oh, my God. This this one seeps of like classic like movie making just like we've got the taxidermy horses in this one. We have guys running with branches and circles to make it look like they're galloping and close up shots like sound stages with fog and mist. Oh, mm, so good. So, yeah, he's trotting along uh, and uncovers a body by a river uh, that has a knife in its back and its head is completely decapitated. So we we like that's literally the only gore in this movie is this scene. Like he pulls up the body. You see like the severed head stump Mm -hmm. and the dagger in his back, which he takes out. And then he's like, oh, fucking weird. It's weird, man. It's oh, fucking look weird, at this. I'll man. take
0: this, or yeah,
1: I guess I'm just gonna have to take this I'll body take all now, this which he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm see
2: just if gonna ride with this, wants dead body. this knife.
1: Somebody left this body here. I picked this up, yeah, <laughs> right. And then, um, as he's kind of like picking this up and he's riding through, he sees this like light in the distance, which uh, nightfall starts hitting, and like you see the scene's kind of fun because it's like in the horizon line almost you see this like blot of like yellow and that's like the house soundstage transition from that transition of the actual like italian countryside we actually get with sam you brought up earlier that sweet sweet fucking classic soundstage trees and fog i mm. love that with the painted backdrops there's something about these ginormous sound stages where they built full cottages and shit like that—it just hits different because they don't do that shit now. You know what I mean? Like, agreed. I mean, we kind of a little bit because, like, what was the Babadook built? It's built the entire house as a sound stage. Right? Oh, sure, but even
2: still, there's just like a sort of a tone to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's stuff. There is stuff right. that's shot that way now, but it looks. You wouldn't know it's on a sound stage. It doesn't look like it's on a sound stage. This has that classic movie, yeah, era feel it, to it. You know, it it flirts right. with like theater,
1: as in like this yes. feels like a theater <laughs> sound stage. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where it's <laughs> like, but in the best way possible. I'm like, okay. It's the suspenders of disbelief in this in these kind of movies that I'm like, mm, you like know, that what? one's acceptable.
2: You, you kind of accept it because it's just part of a stylization.
1: You know what I mean? It just makes it sort of absolutely artsy in its own way mm-hmm. right so he gets to the sound stage which is this kind of like larger house traveler walks into the house and it appears to be empty including a I love the dagger spot on the wall that he's like he looks he's like oh you mean this dagger that I have in my hands right here what a fucking coincidence yeah I guess I came to the right place <sighs> <laughs> I found this in a body is anybody yeah, I found this in a <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anybody want this? Yeah, the way that also the way that he says that he's like, I found this in a thing. Hello, anybody? And it's apparently the father's dagger. Uh, it was found on a. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was found on the body, uh, and now it's like disappeared. Like, I like the fact that he goes like, No, I found this body that's on this horse that's decapitated. Come with me, I'll show you. And he shows like, I guess the oldest son. Yeah, that he leads him outside the house.
2: He's like, where'd you find and- the knife? Uh, you know what? It's easier to show you. Come with me.
1: <laughs> come with me. We'll fucking, we'll figure this out. They get to the horse and there is no body anymore. Because the second youngest brother
2: had come across it's weird. It, they don't really
1: get into how everyone's related. You just, no. it's a whole house full of relatives. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, which I'm assuming is sons and daughters. It. Um, But the other one, like, t- <laughs> he takes the body.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it just cuts to him standing over the body, stabbing it in the heart with a sword. We're like, oh, that's where it went, (laughs) like, as an audience member. That's
1: that's completely normal. So they kind of give this exhibition, like, uh, uh, that there's a Turkish criminal that had killed a bunch of people and that he has the same clothing as him, so it probably has to be him. Uh, But now we've pierced a a sword through his heart, so he's not going to come, like, Alluding that he may come back. Uh, So the father of the house, after a bunch of deaths, decides to hunt the Turk uh, and kind of like go after him. And that's kind of like now we're introduced the entire family in the house. So we've got the eldest son, his wife, their younger son, uh, the brother. And then, uh, what is her name, S- Sedevek, or something like that, which is the daughter. Strenka. Mm. Strenka. Yes. <laughs> yes, Strenka. Uh, <laughs> what an interesting name. Uh, I've never heard it before. It's beautiful, it's, and so are you. <laughs> and so are you. Oh, my God. He is laying it on so fucking thick, like, from Jump straight. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. This counter baron, or whoever the fuck. I also like the like now the entire family's there except for the father. And now they're kind of bringing up the fact he goes, now all we have to fear is our father. Yeah. And they're it, like, if, what the fuck? And he's like, what? <laughs> and he goes, if he doesn't come back in two hours, uh, he has to leave. because yeah, you can't like, stay you can't stay here. So if it chimes midnight, but he's tired and horny. So he decides yeah. to stay and just hit on one of the distraught daughters. There's two like, yeah.
2: beautiful ladies here. One of them, he, he has a thing for it. Oh, I meant to mention when they go out, when he's like, you know what? It's better. I just show you. They leave, but the camera stays in there and like, Two helpless women sort of peer out, and then sort of daintily walk over, and then demurely peer out again. Like,
1: oh my, oh
2: helpless ladies! It's what are so we weird. gonna do?
1: And it's just like, also, this guy's like completely oblivious too, because like he's trying to shack up with you. Like you're so beautiful, and why don't why don't you tell me what's wrong? It's like <laughs> my father's what? gonna come here and kill all of us. <laughs> Even after they've explicitly explained in detail. What he goes? Yeah, he's probably a fucking wordlock. It's like a they're basically bloodthirsty corpses. Wordlock, wordlock, wordlock. Vandal. Keckner. kekner <laughs> It's okay, Ross. It's part of your charm. Um, they're bloodthirsty corpses, and the twist with this, which I guess is the difference between Serbian vampires and other vampires, is that the Serbian vampires up. Uh- is oh god, they are compelled to kill and drink their loved ones first. So if they have this like lovo meter that they just beeline for people that mm-hmm. they care about. So it strikes midnight, and this time we don't get jazz, but we get very uncomfortable bells that start going off. The wind picks up, which means final destination, death is here. A as a figure in a hood starts lurching towards the house. So uh, even watching this twice, they talk about five days. I have no idea in the like they bring it up a little bit. They're like five days have come and passed, And after five days, we can't trust dad. But they don't really go. They don't elaborate on why it's if he said, like, if I don't come back in five days, don't let me back in.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I think I mean, that is what was done. But I don't know why. Like, all right, I'm going to go off to hunt. But if I'm gone longer than this, that means I've become a vunderlock. Like, yeah,
1: anything past that is fair game. I guess. So they so. just don't know if they can trust yeah. him. Because um, the vunderlock,
2: I guess, can't return until after a
1: certain amount of time or something. Maybe. I
2: have, I don't know. That one it seems like a little... he showed up immediately at as soon as the time was up. It was like, hey. <laughs> it's like hey,
1: it's like twelve oh one, and he's <laughs> just like. I'm here. Hey, all. How's it going? What's wrong, everybody? <laughs> hey, everybody. Um, and it is Boris Karloff as his only vampire role in his acting career. Believe it or not, Vandalak. Vandalak. Um, he is fucking eight shades of sketchy. Uh, stabbed through his actual heart, and he is so pale it looks like someone antiqued him with flour right before he got to the house. Like he yeah. looks very, very great. Great. like very great ghastly, and he has an open chest wound that he insists is completely fine.
2: Yeah, and, and they, it's not something I would have well, ever thought before. But to me, he looked like a uh, like a brown eyed Mel Gibson in like a bad Halloween costume. <laughs> Just in this segment, um, not typically sure? okay. what I have ever thought.
1: I that, had but i saw it here you said okay so you said that to me earlier this morning and i started laughing and then i got in my car and i thought about to me he looks like if mel (laughs) if melzies cosplayed on how they found saddam hussein in that bunker all like disheveled and weird like that's the mixture together that like i got for that like it's very off-putting also he's got kind I'm of a sure big old fuzzy collar reference. too can't picture it um yeah he's yeah
2: but
0: the moral Isn't
1: is interesting do you, his, you
0: think he left of... wearing that or did he come back See, wearing that's <laughs> where i <I'd> get sketched <laughs> like, you get that out like blood? if he had
1: the if he had the fur and the, or he didn't and he came back with fur you're like oh something it's from that guy i killed It's from that guy i murdered <laughs> and they still I mean, let him in the no, whole moral they're like yeah sure dad come on in i'm hungry as he just, oh, also, little tidbit uh, uh, behind the scenes on this. I didn't catch it until I watched or read this and then rewatched it. Boris Karloff, I don't think, blinks okay. th- almost the entire, this entire segment. Oh, interesting. So every time okay. you see him, it's just these oh, yeah. dead fucking weird eyes just staring they, at
0: you. Well, I guess he's a Verder verder and of under of chosen do they not blink I don't know I, don't I know. guess they're
1: dead so they don't need to I guess dead things don't need to dead blink dead things don't need to I blink why not
2: yeah I mean I dead know. things I've don't i just never blink. thought about yeah. it you but that's also it. don't talk and drink although that would be a ones, so.
0: Brian that would be well, a, vampires but like yeah do vampires need to moisten their eyeballs I don't
1: think so although it would be a dead giveaway if they were String a vampire some blood uh, uh, uh. sorry um, sorry everyone Well, all right, so I guess he's not hungry because he slaps the lamb out of the way and then smiles and says, whoops, not hungry anymore. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, like that's strange. He doesn't want meat.
2: He also asks them to shut up the dog, right? Oh, my
1: God. And like the dog is trying to warn all of them, and he just orders one of his sons to shoot his favorite dog. He's like, go shut up that dog.
2: And they're like, but he's one of your favorite dogs. (laughs) And and like this dude, what's baffling
1: me? No one is doing anything. As in, like, this is so many... This is beyond barbarian level of red flags that are happening in this. Yeah, no and shit. No, Just
0: like, by like, the looks of this person alone, if, like, my dad left looking <laughs> like my dad and they came back
1: looking like, that. Looking
0: like this instead of after like,
2: warning you that if he came after back... After warning
0: me about, like, five yeah. days, this is a problem, comes back five days on the dot, looks like this, caked up and, like, gray makeup disheveled hair telling me to shoot my his our favorite dog like
2: what mm, the fuck mm, dude
0: i mean it might be the 18th 16th 19th century or whatever Doesn't but I, I think i know a little bit more At majority yeah.
2: of them seem happy to die his hands though you know what i mean i guess, yeah. so. Why wouldn't I guess just...
1: since he's lost the whole family's lost but dude then he goes for the grandson it's like, oh, oh my little patriarchy boy, come maybe. over here and like check out your. And like, no, it's like, no red flags. He's just like, just, you know, just nuzzling up to him and just like, I mm-hmm. like Do that the grandpa a kiss. At least that was mm-hmm. the. Mm, <laughs> um, <laughs> At least that was the turning point for the oldest brother and the wife to be like, you know what? He's got to go to it's bed. Bedtime. Get the fuck away yeah. from that, right? Grandpa's weird. Yeah, grandpa is so weird. He has a severed head in a bag that he's had by his side for like a half an hour and reveals it after the kids out, which was No, nah, just go hang that up outside. <laughs> Take it and make it My a trophy. That's weird. Right by the fucking like mailbox.
2: I was shocked to see this head, especially considering that we don't even see the guy get stabbed in the first segment. Yes, I sure. Was like, Holy smokes! I bet people. I I bet this really like shocked and scared people. And I also had heard the Black Sabbath thing, but I wasn't like sure if that was true or not. But I also thought, I bet they were like oh whoa oh, shit, <laughs> we definitely gotta name our band black
1: with now yeah it's weird it's like because that's what they sound like <laughs> no but i mean you make a really good point though because like for 1963 like having that kind of shit in a movie must have like i, I could audible i, I can in my head picture an entire audience audibly gasp <laughs> when oh, yeah. the head comes in. Can you imagine?
2: Yeah, right.
1: <gasps> which is so funny, like how that was their ju- that was their version of a jump scare. And probably a very sure. effective one for the time, which is so funny. So obviously, our traveler is sleepy and oh my god. Karloff creeps in and like wakes up, but like he wakes up just in time and just kidding, he's outside the door. That entire sequence was so fucking just weird. Where he's just like pokes up from behind and then like he's outside the window now and then we get this like jason Voorhees creepy crawl around Mm -hmm. the side of the house back into it and it looks like one of his kids is the kid that stabbed the headless guy in the chest is asleep in the on the dining room table right uh but it looks like grandpa wants an appetizer first uh and he goes for the grandson in the parents' bedroom. Yeah. This all right. This is where I was like, "Oh man, what a bummer." The grandson wakes up and doesn't make a peep. He's like, "Where are we going? <laughs> what are you doing, yeah. Grandpa?" And he's like, grandpa. "We're going. I got to show you something outside." Which I don't care how much I love my grandpa, I'm probably going to wake up probably every person in the house at two a.m. If my grandfather's trying to take me outside. I don't know how yes, old was but that kid
2: again. <laughs> They all seem to be happy to just yeah, like they're they're
0: happy with grandpa. Grandpa probably had done that many times with them in the past as well. Plus, it's the 19th century; they do weird shit. What else it's, is there
1: to know, do? You uh, know, you know, it's go outside strange. with Grandpa just... in the middle of the night. That's
2: what
0: you
1: do. Take a night stroll. Like, take a night stroll oh, to Grandpa. I
2: mean, <laughs> it's just happy Grandpa hasn't been drinking,
1: right? But the traveler, he like he fucking he sees this going out the window, so like he bangs and just him going like, "Giorgio, Gorka took the child," and then like he's just like, and then the parents Gorka. waking up and fucking like losing their shit, and then. F- fucking pump not even a pump fake you find out that uh, was it petro the youngest brother is not asleep at the table he's fucking dead he's dead so, at like, the table he's dead he's at been dead oh, right. Car- okay so now we get one of my favorite sequences Karloff riding this fake horse with the branches whipping in his face is like iconic to me for this movie because, mm-hmm. it, like, it's the crazy-ass lighting, and, like, as a kid, I'm like, how the hell they do this shot? And then as an adult, I'm like, oh, my God, that's a half of a taxidermied horse that this actor is, like, fake riding. Well, they also, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like...
2: They also show us that at the end. Have, I, I, I wouldn't have thought that without it. Otherwise,
1: I'm just like, oh, look at him riding. <laughs> <laughs> Let him go. Look at him go. Yeah, I think what gets me is that the horse, like Karloff in this segment, doesn't blink. So, you're just like, oh, oh, mm. oh. Uh, well, I just thought it was a character choice by the horse as well. The horse, so. the horse is also a vampire. hmm I mean. I mean, this horse is a pro. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Pro horse. So, uh, yeah, dad goes out and goes in the forest where, like, there's snow and a bunch of other shit back of the house. They're like, <laughs> like, well, all this is going on. The driver's like, you should just come with me right now. Like, I'm just saying, like, your house seems to be pretty fucked up right now. You should probably like, yeah. come with me.
2: Uh, Our main guy who got introduced to this family from right. you know finding the body
1: in the night, and as he's trying to like convince this daughter to fucking leave, uh, the grandkid's dead. Holy shit! Nineteen sixty three. You're fucking brutal. Like I was like, yeah. it's it. I don't know for like that movie, just having just this limp dead child <laughs> like thrown Dad in. Dad like,
2: comes up holding the kid. Damn. Mother runs out screaming.
1: Yeah, and then they have to try to decapitate and stab this kid in the heart. But it's also 1963, so they talk about doing it, but they wind up not actually doing it. I like the right. cop-out as the mom's like, don't do it, I'll kill myself if you fucking touch my kid. Doesn't she stab him with, like... Oh, that's later. Some
2: big shears?
1: Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's actually, it comes up pretty fast, because uh, our traveler with the, with the daughter decides to just get the fuck hell out of Dodge. Just in time, because the little kid is back, and he's calling for his mom, and he's calling. Oh and he's, yeah, I'm that's what cold. It is. I'm cold, <laughs> and you're just like, oh god, and like for God's sake, don't listen. This scene is so. That's not our son. <laughs> right, that's not our son. Uh, the scene is so fucking surreal and crazy, like the kids at the door and like she's so crazy with trying to get to her. She kills her own husband to let it like let the kid in. And then it wounds up being Karloff, which.
2: Yeah, that moment was great when she opens the door and instead of it being the kid, it's Karloff. That I thought was was great, unexpected and just, you know, maniacal and
1: yeah. It, it it really plays to like the supernatural evilness that are these things where it's like oh it also adds to like okay maybe they're more than vampires like they're giving these like they're illusionists at this point too which i think is yeah like, they're cool. wanderlust okay so general consensus if you just saw all this shit go down would you would you stop in the ruins of a gothic cathedral or do you think you'd probably ride that horse a little further down the line Cause like depends on how far away I am. Yeah, it's like it's almost two on the nose. Where he's like, okay, you know this purple lit ominous fucking ruins. We're gonna stay here for the night. I think that does work seem out, just like fun. they didn't go far. They did it not. Seems it, like they just went to you know, the right. first thing they came across. Exactly. Oh, this works.
0: I, I mean, I don't want to keep going. Like <laughs> we found this place. It works. Let's stay here.
1: Right. I was like, I like.
0: Look down the road and see the place.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. It just it's a like a block, block away. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like I don't care how tired the horse is. I'm gonna probably ride that till I get to the next like actual fucking town. Um, but we do get monk bones because it's like the barrels right of like a like this big like convent or something like. That. I think they say it's a convent. Monk bones.
3: Mm-hmm. Convent.
1: Uh, so they're gonna rest for the uh, going like the So they're gonna rest for the night. But she breaks, like, S- Sedenka? There you go. Sedenka breaks down and starts kind of, like, losing it. Because, I mean, obviously, she's gone through a lot. Her entire family just got killed in under an hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we get this real weird transition scene because they filmed it in daytime. So, it goes from, like, a guy riding a horse in daytime back to nighttime on top of the cathedral. And it's Karloff with his loveometer meter because he's got to finish off his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> That was a gross phrase. (laughs) Phrasing. Well, it's not just—it's a family affair. So technically, it's not just him. But yeah, Uh, Uh, it's it's not not helping. (laughs) 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 Oof! Oof! All right. So all the family vampires have to kill the only living person they love. There There we go. Nailed it, dude. The lighting in this is great. We got this like great pink lighting when he wakes up his daughter and it's like a pink purple with like red on top. Super creep show vibes I got with this final segment with like the dynamic color like palettes. Perhaps uh,
2: Creep Show was inspired by
1: Yes. I wouldn't doubt that a for bit. a second. Like there's certain shots in this that I'm like, this is the most This is where Creep Show got. Like I understand. Romero, how- right? Did he do all of it? Yeah. Yeah. Romero definitely probably borrowed uh, some lighting techniques for Black Sabbath. I also thought super like color out of space vibes. I thought it was like that color palette throughout this entire sequence. So like she goes up to hypnotic trance and we got some more Karloff super close in frame, which I thought was cool. Uh, they play hide and seek in the church ruins and oopsie daisy. Mm-hmm. It's the whole fucking family. Uh, and She.
2: <laughs> this where we get the shot of like each family member looking yes. like dead and
1: what the looking mm, like a yeah. thriller video just yeah, like that's ooh, cool doing that we're like cool part. creeping ominous fog but of course our traveler missed all of it uh, and how the fuck are you gonna sleep through all that which is hilarious to me like especially with I'm sorry also with everything oh, that the... happened that night I wouldn't be sleeping are you kidding me you park a block away from a guy who just like undead murdered his whole household <laughs> I'd be like, nah, I'm going to. He never seemed th- like
2: too worried about it. Like he's only seemed worried in the sense. He's like this girl that I want to bang needs to get out of here. <laughs> if I'm going to bang her.
1: <laughs> I got, yes, You're right. His <laughs> he's like, I love you. Do you love me? I want you to love me, but I love you. And I also like the fact that like behind the scenes, like, well, anything that falls in love is you, they, these things kill things that they love right message mm-hmm. yeah so at this point uh sadenka is gone so the traveler heads heads back to the house which is the weirdest fucking like i would have just been like well i'm gonna chalk this up as a big l and uh i'm gonna go back home so you guys can just deal with that and i'm just gonna try to go mm-hmm. but he winds up going back to the house on horseback goes inside goes all the way upstairs goes to the fucking Sedenka's bedroom and then she's in bed And my love, go while there's still time. And he's like trying to, she's desperately trying to warn him. And he's like, no, it's okay. I could probably stay here with you. Give me some Frenchy kiss kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Kiss kiss. Give me me. the smush. And then we get blurry, hypno eyes, and me amor. And yeah, of course, he gets bit, and the whole fucking voyeur family is looking in through the windows. Yeah. You a bit. You and bet. up to
2: this point though he had been confessing love to her she had never said she loved him so the fact that she now loves him du- does attack him means she does love love him, him. And, and he's like yeah take me baby <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's like please death death sweet embrace oh oh Sin. guys We get, oh, oh guys, we get to the one that fucking, I talk about the one segment that freaked me the fuck out as a kid is the drop of water. This segment is a great way to end the movie. And this so gross. I know really there's not a lot of goo in this. the lady's face that
2: really bothered you?
1: Oh my God. The fucking prop face. It's so, but it's like, okay, okay, so we're going back to like Uncanny Valley. For sure. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is... Like The head is a little too big. It's like... The dimensions are really fucking weird on it. And it's got such a weird warped grimace on it that it looks like a woman, but it doesn't look like a woman. Like, this looks like the origin of creepy pasta photos. Like this looks like a Photoshop thing that you like the woman's corpse went in this demented smile that could fucking, you know, and you see the photo, you're like, Oh Jesus. Like that's that. But as a prop for me, it's like, Oh God, um, just a fucking triple hitter. When we're talking about cinematography and we're talking about lighting because we get the green neon lit illuminated window apartment is so gross and the foreshadowing on that like you the second you see that pulsing you know something fucked up is gonna like they're gonna use that to freak you the fuck out
2: and i love as an audience we've been queued up already with the first segment so now the lady getting the phone call the yeah. first thing that happens in here the phone starts ringing so as an audience member you're like oh oh this isn't good yeah, it's very and of course it leads to something else they don't just repeat themselves but it's um
1: i just i i really like that aspect me too and i also like the fact that they switched up the soundtrack because we don't get jazz we get polka because it's 1910 anxiety polka at least that's what it said on the wikipedia yeah, she's like, she's like drinking and like eating cookies by herself. Uh, so, yeah, no, you're right. The uh, the nurse gets a phone call to have her leave immediately. She tries to move it to the morning, but she has to go and she's getting dressed to slow. Oh, my God. OK, so like there's creepy shit and then there's creepy shit that doesn't have anything to do with what's about to come up. This segment, because she has to hand crank her. um Her record player. Right. So this whole thing, while she's getting dressed, the polka is playing normally and then slowly starts slowing down as and then like she leaves and they just keep on the shot of this fucking apartment living room as this like goes all the way down. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, oh, God, what a weird non-sequitur fucking thing just to stick to. <laughs> before I'm we, into it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, no, lo- I loved I love Derek Yeah, yeah exactly. it was just like, oh, God. It just made like the entire, even before the apartment gets haunted, it looks like it's just a haunted apartment. We get a, oh, dude, the massive house apartment.
2: That car- apartment was just waiting to be haunted. Are you saying that apartment kind of like was decorated yeah, was to be it. haunted? Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. Like, it just needed the ghost. Like, it's it's a fully furnished... If it didn't want to be out. haunted,
2: it shouldn't have decorated itself that way. Exactly. That's right. You know that wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. Just saying. This house, this massive, massive house covered in cats, the purple and green Joker lighting in this weird cathedral of a home is so good. Like, it doesn't, because it has like this purple top to it, and then the green lighting that's coming from the ground really shows dynamically how fucking massive this house is or mansion or whatever the fuck it is i have no like they don't even really say I like
2: you could really see how like dirty and disrepair it was in as well absolutely i feel like in, oh in yeah, yeah some of the stuff we've watched of this genre even the messy places still have sort of this like slick sort of presented look to them yeah and this looked like it was really just like a shithole
3: but like a <laughs> yeah. place
2: that had you know
1: a former glory dilapidated absolutely dude and it's just like and i think especially when you start getting into like the uh, particularly the bedroom where the body is and stuff like that with all the broken dolls and just grunge it's like it's dirty hmm
2: yeah. And not dirty. made up to look dirty. You could see like bits of stuff on the ground and not just, yeah, like
1: Yes. <laughs> Cause like even like, like, like stuff um, that just
2: accumulated in it deep breath,
1: when they go back to the house where the skeleton is, like mm-hmm. it's dirty, but it also looks like a gorgeous fucking house. You know what I mean? That they yeah. sprinkle dust on. Like this looks like at any given moment a wall could cave in. Mm-hmm. Um Oh God. Okay, so It's revealed the woman that got called is a trained nurse, and she is called to an eccentric woman's house who, by the looks of it, uh, because they pan over to the cards on the desk next to all the dolls and stuff like that, um, had uh, died suddenly. So we open the curtains, and we see the corpse for the first time. Holy, all caps. Holy fuck, as Mm -hmm. a child, this fucked me up so bad like nightmare fuel absolute nightmare fuel it is this is the night of the nightmare is that what it is yes this is the (laughs) night of the nightmare just one look at this fucking oh my god and it's all it's a sculpted real prop it's and it is oh god i don't know The first time i saw this thing i was just like oh go goo like i as a child i jumped six feet but even re-watching it it Unsettled. it's very unsettling it's like an old woman's face
2: that's like contorted almost smiling like she was afraid to me I, it was almost like a fear like she was afraid of dying and it got stuck in that look you think of it as more of a smile
1: yeah it's like almost has this like smirky i don't know it was oh god and it seems like what is it yeah.
2: expressing
1: i'd have to look at it again
2: um, right. to oh, wait, really analyze, it. I'll
0: pull it up. You guys continue. That's I can read it.
2: Yeah, keep going. Okay.
1: Sorry, I gotta go back to my notes. There we go. You didn't keep going. <laughs> I got it right behind me. All right. So the maid is there. She's trying to help out, uh, with the uh nurse as well. They say that the spirits of the dead killed her and she responds like what do you mean she died of a heart attack and the ner the maid is like yeah but she died while she was in a trance so she was mm-hmm. in a trance communicating with the dead seance. and doing a seance what, and like, weekly or daily yeah so basically like she was doing it all the time like she wanted to communicate with the dead unfortunately this time she was in a trance communicating with the dead and had a heart attack and just died
2: so chasing that dragon that's some talk to me Ooh, stuff right yeah, here
1: see i gotta rewatch it i gotta see if there's a mannequin hand just floating around somewhere in that room
2: mm-hmm.
1: i like the it's not even subtle but the uh, the nurse keeps on eyeballing the ring on the body as she moves to change her clothes she asks for like stockings and shoes and while the maid's out she kind of like looks at the ring and decides to, like fuck this i'm just gonna you call me out in the middle of the goddamn night i'm gonna swipe this uh um, yeah. if also, I don't think this was intentionally supposed to be a jump scare, but when the ring flies off and makes that like clink, 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 um, legitimately jumped, which was hilarious. I wasn't expecting the ring to fall off the hand so easily. <laughs> like, mm. I thought there was going to be a little bit of a struggle, um, but I do like the fact when Scares. she's on her hands and knees, the corpse slaps her while she's down on the ground trying to find the ring. A little corpse slap. A little, a little bit of that corpse slap. Uh, corpse slap.
2: It's a corpse, lap. corpse,
3: lap.
1: Uh, a corpse it in slap, corpse yeah, slap. She finds the ring, hides her dress, and then the fly shows up on her finger. And then, oh, God, she closes her gross eyes. And that's when we hear the first water drip. So dresses the body, puts on shoes, looks back up at the body and her fucking eyes are open again. And the <laughs> <laughs> eh, hate it. Hate it. And the flies on her finger where the ring was. Ugh, God, it's the fucking it, And also all in caps while I'm taking notes while I was doing this fuck this corpse dummy is so goddamn spooky why did why did i suggest this movie again mm-hmm.
2: i i love that it has such a deep seated effect on you it's
1: yeah it's like even after I think all this it's time it's cool and
2: creepy but i was you know i do not have the same feeling but i bet if you hadn't had that when you were a kid and obviously you lose that with some things it's interesting that this one yeah is well, still like, rattling around yeah you know? it's
1: right, like it's right. it's got um uh aftershocks you know what i mean where it's like i think Mm -hmm. i like it's not like i'm not gonna have nightmares about it but i could tell why i had nightmares about it when i was a kid where i'm like sure it's
2: like i still don't like the pirates of the caribbean ride yeah
1: (laughs) yes because you're still scared of it
2: those animatronics yeah there's something in the same way with this where it's like has that unrealness to it um that bothers me the animatronic pirates of the caribbean yeah disney this has that sort of real but not real real. it's that uncanny
1: Mm -hmm. valley where it's like that weird reptilian part of my brain is like that is off and you should stay Mm -hmm. away from that because there's something very wrong with it yeah all right, so nurse gets home and is kind of thoroughly spooked, uh, and gets gets in her cozies, a little bit of a stiff drink, kind of gloating at the ring she just stole. When a fly lands directly on it, and then she starts, oh my god, she does this swat thing, and then we get fly vision, which I thought was great for like point two seconds. It's like yeah, whoa, fly whoa, whoa. POV. We hear some drips of water. She goes to investigate the sound, but it's not coming from the bathroom. The echo of the drops with like, OK, so I was listening. To, I was also watching this with headphones. The drops in the headphones were fucking great because it just I don't know. Oh, were just, they? Oh, it's like bloop, 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 bloop. Mm-hmm. Not Akira, but like. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Sure. Super good. Uh, so she's she's shaking umbrellas. She's now like definitely got the eebie The door starts creaking, which is back at the fucking uh, bathroom again. Like this gave me such classic haunted house vibes because it's all the stuff that would normally be hokey. But in this scenario for me worked really well, like hearing the drips, having like things creaking and moving, especially mm-hmm. in that ominous pulsating green light is just so yeah well it turns out to be the bathroom uh, window is kind of like wide open so she slams it shut then all the lights go out and we get that green pulse as she trips and falls starts feeling around the house she lights a candle and hears a moaning as she goes to the bedroom and god fucking damn it it's that fucking corpse again and it's in the bed and it rises up (laughs) <laughs> now it fucking moves and you're like nope it's a dummy it's not gonna move and then it just lurches up and you're like oh fuck god damn it oh howard oh howard ew <laughs> yeah, it's pearl dude, you it's, got where I was going. <laughs> oh howard <laughs> oh god and then she's like magically in the rocking chair with a cat and then we get full-fledged ghost action as the ghost starts floating towards her with its arms outstretched and I love how with arms
0: wide open, with
1: arms wide open, give me back That's my what fucking this song was ring. About. There you
0: have
1: it. <laughs> that there you have it. I'll now, leave you alone. I like the. Um, I really do like the fact as like the. It looks like the ghost is about to strangle her, and then all of a sudden, the nurse's hands come up to her own throat. And start like choking her out. And there's bits of that where like her right hand's coming up to her throat. And she's like slapping it away. Right before
2: then. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Where she's like kind of fighting. You're wondering if she's fighting her own hand or not. Or is this just like some sort of. It, it, it seems like she is but maybe she's not because it kind of goes back and forth and then yeah once both hands come up you're like you're like oh, oh, yeah. shit. oh shit
1: oh shit uh and then like she dies with like the same like it obviously the first one is like a fucking prop so like the nurse dies with this same weird Grimacey smile on her face with those weird. Oh my god, the contortion on this actress's face was so. Look like it looked like a Joker victim, like who got the Joker gas. <laughs> like that's the closest it thing got, I can think of because it's yeah, like this yeah, yeah. half way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, so now the cops show up, see the corpse. The neighbor's the one who called the police, uh, and they're saying it's death by self suffocation. So, like, she basically strangled herself to death. Uh, and then the... Oh, man. I <laughs> love, classic. Classic. Classic and death then,
0: by self-suffocation. She, she, she had a hysterical, a shut hysterical
2: self-suffocation.
1: <laughs> Open and shut. Um, and I like in the true EC comic fashion, the cops, uh, like, look and, like, looks like something got wrenched off her finger. And then we see the neighbor, like, look all, like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. As she hears the fucking water dripping. Water dripping. Drip. And Mm -hmm. it's the same cycle. I also like how the body turns as they're like doing it. So the woman is like kind of falls back. Yeah. And And looks at her directly and like is just grinning at her. So, so goddamn gross. Yeah. Uh,
2: That one of the three seems the most easy sort of moralistic tales from the crypt absolutely sure oh yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: fucking absolutely love that and then to, to to bookend it we get Karloff back on the fake horse uh and uh he louis screams, dream about me we'll become friends and then like they actually i like this too is that like even with the horrific shit that happens in this movie the end of this movie is they literally let you know how the gag went and it's a bunch of people having fun at the end of like a fucking Pretty serious horror
2: movie. Yeah, it's it gets very meta fourth wall breaking. It like <laughs> zooms out and you see that he's only on the top of a horse that's not real, and the the trees he's been going by are just people running in circles around a branch. And you see, presumably, like Mario <laughs> Bava sitting with somebody else behind yeah. a camera as they're shooting. It gets yeah, I it, it's it's a great way to release the tension because I bet in sixty three people buttholes were puckered at the end of this thing oh my gosh and now totally. at the end everybody's kind of like oh ha, ha, okay it's good no I, yeah. in, and uh, i think it's in the theater
1: no i think you hit it right on the head i feel like it's a um how we treated audiences back in the 60s and 50s and th- like it's a product you know what i mean so like the idea was not to leave i mean certain directors did push boundaries and there was obviously things that like had like the looser like the hitchcocks and stuff like that that had kind of like the looser kind of like okay the audience is going to be a little weirded out by the time they leave but like i really like the good spirited nature we're like hey we freaked you out but we had a whole lot of fun doing this and we hope you enjoyed being scared for like an hour and a half good night folks <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. All right if uh Definitely. and you guys have any other final things to throw into this uh italian soup you guys have a favorite segment
0: probably the last one
1: yeah i was like as much as i like the telephone. It's weird Maybe. that the Karloff one to me, I feels like the weakest out of the three.
2: I would agree. Yeah, um, there are moments of it I like a lot, but there are it drags in spots and yeah, it just doesn't completely work the whole time. Totally. When My
1: favorite's telephone. I think Karloff and uh, Karloff and child death can't even save that middle segment. No, I like I like telephone, but yeah, no drop of water just has this. I don't know. It's just oof, gross. What was yours, Brian? Yeah. You said the drop water? Same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's take a break and be right back. And we're back. Hey, brag guy. Hi. You got a band name? Oh, right away. Yeah. Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pretty good band name. <laughs> That's a pretty good band name. There we go. <laughs> oh, God. I kind of was thinking that. I was like, you know what? I just got to do it right off the top. All right, guys. Let's uh let's dig on deep into our crematorium questions. Do it. How are we surviving Black Sabbath? I guess that's a three part question. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how you know? Let me alter this question actually, because it was going to be my last the last question, but I feel like I'm just going to mix it into this one. Which segment do you feel that you would the highest probability of surviving? The last. I would say one telephone probably the
0: last one because I wouldn't steal someone's ring. Exactly true
1: but okay let's just say you got you the ring think of like um drag me to hell but regardless it's, it's in still, your pocket I'm probably
0: the first one because it's just a person attacking me as opposed sure. to yeah if a ghost or a being in a spirit in the world or, or a fucking wonderlust. Yeah. yeah so for, <laughs> I, true. I,
1: exactly I agree <laughs> cool. All right, so we survived television. Um okay this we've got a wide berth for this uh gooier how are we making this movie gooier actually showing goo and gore yeah i mean there's certainly more
0: goo and gore that you could show any of it i mean it sounds weird it, it I doesn't do a fit drop drop with the water. tone of the movie realistically yeah the age and all that kind of stuff to have that much goo but you could do a little just bit a more little having more. see the see just it, a little bit the knife losing. at least
2: implanted in the guy's chest yeah. in the first one. Oh yeah blood yeah. around it yeah um, there's yeah. little bits like that. If you yeah. kick it up too far, it'd be bizarre, but um, be
1: super, um, super surreal.
2: Yeah, just like
1: just the just fucking a touch dude's
0: more. open wound, just constantly gushing out blood, <laughs>
1: just spritzing <laughs> as everywhere he's walking around the
0: house. Give me my baby, and he's Where's my grandson. In, and blood just he's gushing out onto his face.
1: <laughs> he's, he's, he's holding him on his lap that, as right. it's <laughs> spraying onto his face. That's the one I want. <laughs> okay, that's the that's the that's the that's the Bavo fucking supercut we were looking for. Um Villain level, I guess this would be a three parter as well. Um or we could just kind of make a chimera of it. What uh yeah, what kind of villain level are we giving Black Sabbath? I guess telephone I guess would be like our normal yeah. Yeah, it's like all right, so like first one's kind of like Jallo, so I would assume Frank's technically the killer, but Mary's the mastermind. I do like, like a, a one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna do like
2: a
0: three. <laughs> yeah, the iconography. There's really no iconography that.
2: that I, yeah, I was being generous. Giving a one for iconography. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and like the power level is realistically as powerful as any person it seems. Yeah, which so is I guess too much. Is what
2: I'll give it then. Yeah.
1: I would say two is a good one. Yeah, because I mean, the iconography, on. like you do have, it is one of the granddaddies of Giallo. You get hints of things you're going to see in the future, but not enough to make it iconic. Right.
2: Yet. Yeah. You don't even get sort of the classic
1: Uh, unseen figure. <laughs> yes, exactly. They kind of just right. jump the shark on that entirely. Um, What? Yeah. What's the power level for the, for the vamps? In, yeah. I... The Pretty, pretty high strong, I guess
2: Um, I'd give it like a 6 maybe because I would give the power level a 4 but the iconography I'd only give like a 2 I think yeah
0: I'll agree with that that's it's about right I'd say yeah
1: I feel like that That that's pretty much yeah because I, I mean they don't they look like normal vampires I do like the chest wound and stuff like that mm-hmm. but the power seems especially with like illusions and stuff like yeah it's
3: yeah I like that
1: it's good what are we giving the ghost?
2: Drop of water. I think it's the most <sighs> memorable looking iconography wise yeah. is the yeah. highest, yes. So that gets Absolutely. it high, but it's still fresh for me, and I don't know how long. Ultimately, I don't know. I'll give it I'll be I'll give it a four. And to me, I feel like I'm being generous there for iconography. Okay. And uh power Power's pretty decent. Maybe like a three, three, five. So seven, seven. Like five. seven, seven five. Yeah, I'll say seven. am pretty feel good about a seven on there.
1: I had it around an eight. So I think that's yeah, yeah. same wheelhouse. Although the iconography is powerful me, for like you, yeah. Nightmare fuel. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But you could only go up one from where I gave it. So Exactly.
1: I was thinking three and three for a six. There you go. Six, you seven, go. eight, baby. Should – I mean, it's weird saying this question because it's an anthology. Do you feel that there should be a – should there be a second Sabbath? Would you like to see uh, Bava tackle three other different little short horror movies in this style?
2: Totally. If it's another Bava-directed picture, and especially if Karloff is hosting and playing in one of the segments. Yeah. I would definitely go for that. Obviously – Anthology. I don't need it. I'm not looking to continue any of the stories from this one. No, but I'd be happy to watch the creative team come back for another. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What do you think, Brian? Sure,
0: I agree with that. I mean, I'd see a sequel to it. Three more tales of I of weirdness.
1: Check it out. Um, are we are we buying the jazz polka? Ominous bell soundtrack. That's gonna be a no not. for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Mm-mm. Um, action figures. Is there an action figure you want from this one? You want a little Boris Karloff looking like
2: Mel Gibson? I'd take it if I came across it. It'd have to be cheap though. uh of the I, ones again, mm-hmm. the lady character we discussed, the ghosty fly lady. Oh yeah. Would be the one for me.
1: I would. Okay. This is such a disgusting idea, but it leads into what merger prop or what action figure. I would like, you know, those penny banks that like you put it and then like the mechanical hand takes it and then puts it into the bank in itself. Yeah. Like you've seen those old. Yeah. What if it was just the woman on the bed? And her hands are crossed with the ring hand, and the ring hand moves, takes your coin, and then puts it into the open bank, which is just the full bed. Would be horrifying. So you don't you want, want it that. or don't? I want, want it. it. No, I would want it as an adult. <laughs> I'd want it. I just
2: keep it in a different room. Cool. Yeah, makes sense. That's nice. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah, for sure. All right. You guys get any props? I want the head, the severed head from the, the severed head. Oh, that's head. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take I'll the mean, dagger
0: yeah the dagger is a good choice I'll take the telephone maybe the ring <laughs> yes the ring that's a good one Ooh, take the maybe. ring
1: take the ring okay. the point is not to take the ring green glowing sign alright guys maybe. let's get into the rating of this movie or wait do you guys got any more nah, props? No, no. Uh, the
2: I mean if it's available I'll the take the, the the whole
1: yeah corpse lady whole lady, lady? yeah <laughs> give me that whole lady why not perfect it. it's yours Done. You I'll you visit it sometime, but you can have it. Oh, uh, that, that horse that Boris Karloff's riding at the end? Ooh, that's a good one, too. All right, guys, let's get into ratings. On this show, we like to use a rating scale of zero to five fingers. Each finger represents a different quality about a movie. You can chop off half a finger as well as no fingers. These ratings are intended to be subjective on how we feel about a movie. It does not matter if the movie is objectively good or bad. Brag Guy, I want you to go first. Is that okay? whatever
0: (laughs) (laughs) um engaging I mean I'm gonna give this one a big old point five for that right there and I think that's because the visuals were so good I was not engaged in a lot of the stories I had to watch this I watched it the first time had to read about what was going on then watched it again to understand what was happening yeah I just was not getting into this one at all um so point five uh sticky I mean, I'll probably give it a 0.5 as well. I think some of the character design of like the the lady, the, the ghost, whatever totally. the hell we are at the end is certainly there. And there's a lot of stylistic stuff that that'll stick out with it. I'll remember for it for a 0.5 t-shirtable. I'll give it a 0.5. There's definitely plenty of things that are t-shirtable on it, but I'm not necessarily rushing out to get the t-shirt for it, but there's certainly cool imagery that's, that's what this has going for it, in my opinion, I think it looks beautiful. So that's another point five as well. Cockles.
1: Is it, a, is it a goose egg?
0: I think it's a goose egg. This one did not do it for me. I, yeah. I thought it looked great. I thought like uh, I thought that was all there, but I constantly had to force myself into it to to getting. I was like doing other stuff while I had it on and. I was enjoying it in that aspect. <laughs> exactly. I was enjoying <laughs> it like just I was like I wish I could just have this on in the background and I spoke about this I think with the bird with the crystal plumage and I kind of say it with a lot of the yellow stuff. I I find it much more visually appealing and the stories typically don't do as much for me. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea of just having it on as a visual background thing while I don't know, music or something, another scenario is going on.
1: Oh, um, especially this one because of the dynamic lighting in this makes this look like a music video. Like, if, if, like, mm-hmm. you know, if this was owned in any which way, shape, or form by Universal, Rob Zombie and White Zombie would have used parts of this in music videos. Oh, 100%. definitely.
0: And for the fact that, you know, I mean, there's you're watching. Probably with subtitles anyway, so it's like yeah. you don't need to hear necessarily the dialogue <laughs> that's to. That's true. Really understand these? But you need single, to be yeah, Jellos. <laughs> yeah, well, right, and they they they're such visual storytellers, storytelling movies and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, whatever, rewatchable. Point five as well. It's gonna get a two from me, and that's that's fine for me.
1: Poif, Sam. Huh? See.
2: Black Sabbath uh engaging similar to Brian point five different though in the sense that I didn't need to like read about it to know what had happened I just uh it drags in parts I really actually I think the first segment plays really well um, the middle segment definitely has some draggy bits uh, where I just stopped paying attention and even the last segment um has a little bit of that for me too, especially on a rewatch. My first watch I was more definitely more engaged the whole time. Um but the second one, uh yeah, it was just more difficult to like pay attention. Mm-hmm. Sticky's gonna be point five as well. I think I will remember things from it, but I don't think I will think about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> absolutely.
1: Absolutely. It's like unless that you catch it like in a Brian scenario where like you're going to a locally water hole or someone's playing in the background where you're like, Oh shit. Oh yeah. Oh, this is when this happens. Right. Right.
2: Exactly. Uh, T-shirtable also going to go to 0.5. There's cool stuff in there. I'm certainly not rushing out to get a black Sabbath shirt, but if I saw the right one, I mean, it, it's sort of cool enough and ha- again, has that sort of film buff, think about it that i i am certainly open to it cockles will get a point five as well um it's just, because of all that visual stuff it that works my cockles so mm-hmm. it it does have that going for it and then rewatchable i don't plan to ever watch this again but i would be down to watch it with others if they suggested it. i'm certainly not wouldn't be like oh no thank you so i'll throw (laughs) a 0.5 there which puts it at a 2.5 which seems Low for me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna, have that phantom, I'm gonna grow that a phantom, phantom finger. finger and chop off another half. I'll just throw it under cockles to get it to a three. Because nice. I, uh, I I do like it, and I like it more after our discussion on it. Um, but I only like it. You know what I mean. So it's just above yes. middle ground for me. Yeah, totally.
1: I'm, like if you're doing a second tour of Italy film thing and someone brought this up like it may be put, thrown back into the mix but it's it's an enjoyable movie for you it's not like yeah the movie for you
2: yeah i'm t- happy that i've seen it i liked it uh that's just really yeah all that's going on sam nice. wise sam wise cool
1: oh mr sam wise all right, cool. oh, all right. Oh. engaging mm-hmm Engaging is going to... mm, Honestly, Engaging gets a one for me. Every time I watch this movie, I'm thoroughly engaged with it. Sticky, same, is going to get a one. Makes sense. Um,
2: uh, Because it had like a, you know, impact on you as a youth. Mm -hmm.
1: Drop of Water, irreparably. I was like, it literally was the thing that turned... Like one of the cornerstone movies to really turn me on into horror. Sure. And... I think even subconsciously, like not even subconsciously. I mean, it's my first introduction to like supernatural horror and a giallo in the same sitting. Right. And I didn't even realize I was watching a giallo at the time. Um, t-shirtable t-shirtables also going to get a one for me. Um, it's weird because I do like, I mean, obviously the woman is super interesting. The poster art that was coming out during the sixties, the Black Sabbath posters, like there's of just like Karloff's severed head. There's one of like Karloff riding on a horse with a severed. Head. It's yep. just soup. The artwork is just so fucking good. I agree. Cockles. Cockles is actually going to get a point five for me. Cockles is like it. I'm sorry. That was a one for T-shirtable. Yeah. One for T-shirtable. <laughs> um, cockles is going to. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Point five. Cockles, um, cockles is going to get point 0.5 for the reason is that like i feel that i like it and i think it's more i realize now more of the nostalgic kick that i have for it Mm -hmm. so like it does something for me but it's not eviscerating my cockles by any standpoint like i have the importance in my cinema history right but like and it's a good movie but that's why it gets the 0.5 instead of the full one rewatchable same boat is going to be a 0.5 because uh with this movie in particular if we weren't doing an it, like an Italy themed cycle right um i would probably wouldn't pick this for a while like that, this would be, right. well,
2: might be years down the line way, before you did this one
1: yes exactly mm-hmm. exactly you know what i mean cuz i think it's an enjoyable movie i really like this movie but there's so many other like this is such a I don't know, foundation movie for me, where it's sure. like, cool. This is like, for me, this is the quintessential entry level horror movie, um, for, especially for anthology heads. Like, you can, this could be like. Totally. A, You're a, such a younger an anthology audience. guy.
2: Um, yeah. I almost, we said for a double feature um, to pair this movie with whatever the most re- recent VHS movie is. Um, yes. Just to go from like, you know, totally different styles of anthology horror and see kind of early on anthology
1: horror and modern and what it's turned into. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I think that leaves it at a four. Four I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. I'm totally fine with that. Four for me, um, just...
2: three or four for you, three for Brian oh my God. Four for you,
1: three for me, two for Brian. Two, three, four. Two, three and a four. Um does the club have anything to say about uh, Black Sabbath? Barely. Uh, hadn't revisited in a while. Karloff's
2: the man. I think that's the gist of it. That was from the witchy brethren. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: Um, how does this movie uh, chalk up to the others in our goo book?
2: It sits at a
0: 3.0. So the only other movie we have right now with that exact score is Friday the 13th OG. Right below it is Willy's Wonderland in possession at two point eight. Right above it at three point two, we got uh, Black Christmas, Castle Freak, and
2: Rec Four. Wow! <laughs> what an <laughs>
1: eclectic
2: spread on that one. Yeah, no doubt. I think it, it's funny or what? It is. It is a fact that there's only two movies with exactly a three, and it's this and Friday the Thirteenth. Thirteenth
1: OG. OG. Yeah. Hey. He's hanging out, yeah, uh, Karloff is hanging out with uh, uh, Pamela. I like that. I am going to revisit Possession sometime. I won't change
2: my score on it till re ratings but... (laughs) (laughs) -uh. (laughs) Nuh-uh.
1: And on that happy note, uh, this does conclude the Chuttle movie club meeting for tonight uh you can follow Chuttle the pod on instagram and slasher to stay up to date with the podcast follow is it at Chuddle the sam and at shuttle brian on letterbox that's it nice Let's see, well, uh, we're see what we're watching kind of, <laughs> yeah see what you're watching see what their scores are what their ratings are you can follow me at Ross Purvis to check out uh, 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 tattoo stuff art stuff all that fun mm-hmm. stuff on Instagram um, pay him monies for arts pay him dollars from art money dollars um, and If you have any interest uh, in uh, uh, kind of getting into the conversation, uh, letting us know your opinions, feelings, all that kind of fun stuff, we have a Discord. So if you want to participate in the show or become part of the Chuttle community, uh, uh, just make it easy. Uh, There's a link to all of that fun stuff in the show description. And if you can't see my hand because you're using your ear holes, I'm pointing (laughs) down.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is correct. Uh,
1: Gentlemen, Chuttlemen, Thank you for enjoying this psychedelic Italian soup with me. Grazie uh, and grazie. Ciao uh, and until next time, avoid the time loop.